This is the message from Connection Community Church for Sunday, December 19th, 2010. Week 4 of our Advent series, The Wonder of Christmas, Joy is Born. Good news, great joy. So great that the shepherds later shared it with those they met. As we prepare for Christmas, we are reminded of the joy of salvation, a gift from Jesus, the Christ. A gift that can't be contained, that we too must share. Today we light the fourth Advent candle, the candle of joy. We look to God to transform our hearts and help us to share this joy with those we meet, shining like this candle we light this morning. And so an angel of the Lord visits the shepherds in the field. And and the glory of the Lord shines around them, and they are terrified. They are terrified. These tough men, men who fight lions and bears to protect their sheep, these men are terrified when this happens. I love the way the King James Version, uh, a lot of King James I find difficult to understand, but this one, I just love it so poetic, the way they describe it. It says, They were sore afraid. They were sore afraid. The appearance of that angel and of the glory of the Lord must have been really something in order to strike that kind of fear in these tough, grizzled men. And then the angel, as we've seen previously in the story of the birth of Jesus, this angel tells them quite simply... Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. And we are reminded once again that faith and fear cannot occupy the same space. That when Jesus is in the picture, fear takes a holiday. We have nothing to fear. And even though sometimes we have our days when we might doubt, when there's struggle, when there's challenge, and we all have that time, we need to know that God is still on the throne. God is on the throne, and God is in control. Amen? Amen. Do not be afraid. And then the angel tells them the reason for the visit. The angel says, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people the people. Such a simple, simple sentence to announce the birth of a Savior, to announce something that is the single most important and transforming event in all of history, to announce something that we render our calendars for, you know, before the event, B.C., and After the event, Anno Domini, in the year of our Lord. Wow, an event so significant that for a couple of months now, our entire culture, whether they believe in Jesus or not, are having some kind of preparation going on 
for Christmas. And an event that 2,000 years ago was pretty much overlooked, pretty much overlooked by everyone at the time except for some parents, some shepherds, and eventually the scholars from the East. This is the good news. That's what the word evangel means, good news, to bring good news. If, if someone is evangelistic, they bring good news. An evangelist is someone who brings good news. And so the angel brings the good news to the shepherds. And what is the good news? That the one the Hebrew people had been waiting for for centuries was here. He had arrived. He's born this day in David's city, in that little town of Bethlehem. The Savior, the one who would save God's people, he is here. And he wasn't just here for the Hebrews. Let's go back one scripture, Randy. Hello? There you go. Okay, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for who? All the people. That means you. That means me. I bring you great joy. The Savior wasn't here just for a select few. The Savior came for all. The ones who were down and out, the ones who don't make good decisions, the ones who are human like you and me, he came for us all, flaws and all. The ones who are shunned by the church, he came for all. And even the ones like the shepherds who spend their time out in the fields, low on the socioeconomic ladder, they were the first ones, the first ones to hear of the good news that Jesus was born. And what is the word that is associated with this good news? I bring you good news of great joy. Of what? Great joy that will be for all the people. Great joy. Good news of great joy. Some versions translate this, I bring you good news that will cause you great joy. The good news of the birth of Jesus, the Christ, the Messiah, the Anointed One, this good news brings great joy. Joy. Three-letter word. Very simple, just joy. The Encarta Dictionary defines it as this. Joy is a noun. Feelings of great happiness or pleasure, especially of an elevated or a spiritual kind. It has a, a French origin, and then that gets kind of morphed into a Latin uh, meaning, which means rejoice. That's very cool. Joy is all about rejoicing. Rejoice. If we dig a little deeper, you know, the New Testament was written in Greek. We find that the Greek word that was translated into the English as joy in this passage of Scripture um, comes from uh, a Greek word in the New Testament. It's, it looks like it should be pronounced char, chara, but it's more like hurrah. Hurrah, the C's kind of silent there. 
Rick Renner, in his book, Sparkling Gems from the Greek, shares that this word hara is derived from the word word haris, C-H-R-I-S, which is the Greek word for grace. See the connection there? Joy, grace. It's important to note because it tells us categorically that hara or joy is produced by the haris or the grace of God. God's grace is what brings us joy. <clears throat> it's not human-based in origin, something that comes and goes up and down like uh, for us. True joy is divine in origin. It's, it's spirit-given, Holy Spirit-given. And, and, and <clears throat> oftentimes it flourishes not when things are going great, but in the tough times, in the challenging times, in the hard times. In first, um, excuse me, in First Thessalonians one six, the Thessalonians were under great, great stress due to persecution. Yet in the midst of all that, they continued to experience great joy. Because see, it's not based on your circumstance, but it's based on God's grace. In fact, the Greek strongly, this Greek term strongly implies that their supernatural joy was due to the Holy Spirit working in them joy. Yeah, joy is spirit given. Spirit given. Now the good, the thing about good news of great joy, you just can't keep it to yourself. You can't keep it to yourself. Have you ever gotten, (laughs) don't you just sometimes want to cry out loud? Tears of joy. (laughs) Doesn't sound like that to me. Okay, so the thing about good news of great joy, you can't keep it to yourself. Have you ever gotten a really cool gift where you're just like, can't wait to show it to somebody, to share it with somebody? You know, you might tell somebody really close to you, or I remember when uh, a couple years ago, Devin got engaged, and she had that beautiful ring that TC gave her, and... um, she just couldn't wait to show it. And she's taking the picture and putting it all over Facebook and sharing the good news. I mean, she couldn't keep that to herself, and actually, either could we, because it was great, great news. If you don't share great news with someone, I mean, you just feel like you're going to bust. You have to let it out. Good news that brings great joy is kind of like that, isn't it? Yeah. We just have to share it. We want those people who we care about, who we're, who we're connected to, to, to share in the experience, don't we? I mean, we know how great it is, and we want them to share it. The good news that brings us such great joy, we just got to share it with those around us. Plus, it's kind of like a relief boiler, a relief valve on a boiler. You know, a boiler gets to a point where it just, if it doesn't have a relief valve, it's going to explode. And that's what happens with us when we've got, you know, this Great, uh, good news of great joy. We're going to explode if we don't share it with somebody. So it allows us to, that relief, so to speak. And that happened to the shepherds. After the angel's announcement, the sky, can you just imagine what that was like that night? The angels announced, and then the sky is filled with a huge angelic choir. Wow. And they were praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace to those on whom his favor 
rests. Well, after the angels left the shepherds, they said to one another that they should go and see this thing that the Lord has told them about. And that's exactly what they did. Here's what happened. Scripture says, So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. They spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. This good news of great joy was just too much to keep them themselves. They couldn't contain it. They had to share it. You know, it's pretty wild when you think about it. Here we have shepherds, very common folk, actually, you know, way down on this, you know, on that ladder that isn't a God thing at all. And they aren't highly trained religious leaders. They aren't leaders of the temple. They aren't, they're just regular old guys out working in a field. In fact, they're probably on the outside looking in for most of the time back when when they were around. And they were the ones. They were the ones. They were the first non-angelic beings, the first earthly beings, the first human beings, the shepherds, to share the good news of great joy that is for all the people. And what's even more wild than the shepherds sharing their joy is that the fact that the people listened to them and were amazed. I mean, these were guys people normally wouldn't pay a lot of attention. They're not important people. I mean, they are guys, you know, David and those guys. But in the scheme of things, then they were not real important in terms of the social structure. And yet the people listened to what they had to say And not only did they listen, but they were amazed. They obviously took them very seriously because they were amazed. These mere shepherds that were the ones to share the greatest news of all time, the birth of the Savior, and all who heard them, all who heard them were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. That's amazing, isn't it? That's amazing. Everybody talked to them, listened to them, and were amazed by what they said because what they had to say was the most amazing thing of all time. It was such good news of such great joy that they had no choice but to be amazed because the fact that God would come to earth in human form in order to join us face to face in order to relieve us of our sin, in order to forgive us our trespasses, in order to bring the salvation that the people had waited hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years for, well, that's nothing short of amazing, is it? And so we've looked at this scripture, many of us, year after year, time (coughs) after time, and it's kind of like singing a Christmas carol. Maybe we just sing it and we don't think about the words. We might hear this and it might be so familiar that we miss something. But see, the Holy Spirit wants to breathe something new into you when we read scriptures. That's what the Holy Spirit does, illumine 
the word of God. And for me, when I, when I looked at this and I saw, and all who heard it were amazed, that just, I'm sure I've heard that somewhere, but I just think that is so cool, the way that God used these guys, and everyone was amazed. Well, how about you? Are you amazed? Are you amazed at what God has done? Are you amazed? Have you really taken time to not just have, have this Christmas story go in one ear and out the other, but really lean into it because the Messiah has come, the anointed one. A Savior is born. Love came down at Christmas who gave us hope and peace and love and today joy. Emmanuel, God with us, who came so that he came to die so that we might live through eternity with him. We're going to be able to hear that angelic choir someday. Wow, that's really big stuff. Have you taken time to really think about the miracle of Christmas? How God in the flesh came and pierced a dark world, our dark lives, and saved us from ourselves? The joy of the salvation that we receive through the Christ? If so, that's awesome. If not, we encourage you to not let another moment pass so that you can enjoy, enjoy the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And if you, if you have experienced the great joy that comes from knowing the good news, have you shared it? Have you shared it? Have you followed the lead of the shepherds and told those around you all that you've seen, all that you've heard, all that you know? In other words, have you shared the good news of great joy? If so, keep it up. <laughs> keep sharing. And if not, here's a real simple question for you. What are you waiting for? What, what are you waiting? You know, if, if it was a diamond ring, <laughs> you'd share the good news, wouldn't you? And this good news we got is a whole lot more gooder than a diamond ring. A whole lot. A whole lot more gooder. And that's from an English major. <laughs> you know what I mean. We communicated. <laughs> okay, so as Ted shared during the offering time, we've given you a tool to help share the good news with others. A simple invitation. People are receptive this time of year. All we need to do is ask. Pray today, who is it, Lord? Who do you want me to invite to come to Christmas Eve? Wednesday night, is it Thursday night? The 23rd and 24th. Thursday night, I'll be here. Okay. The 23rd, Thursday, thank you. I'd be here anyway for praise. It's Thursday so. and Friday, right? Yeah, Thursday and Friday. Who is it that needs a simple invitation? family, friends, a co-worker, a neighbor. Because our hope is that this invite is just 
a pathway so that that person can know the joy of the salvation, can meet Jesus Christ face-to-face, if not on Thursday or Friday, sometime in their future. Who knows what seeds this will plant? It could have eternal... Eternal... Ramifications. Ramifications. (laughs) Yeah, it could affect their very eternity. And so, those of us who know Christ, we have some news that is too good to keep to ourselves. Good news of great joy that is for all people, all people, that on Christmas Day, in the town of David, a Savior is born to each one of us. He is Christ, the Lord. On Christmas Day, joy is born. And we just have to tell somebody. Amen? Amen. Let's pray. Oh, God, you are such an awesome God, and you know our need before we even ask it. And you know that we just flounder around and spin our wheels uh, when we don't depend on you and allow you to follow, uh, follow, order our steps. So, oh, God... Thank you for coming to this earth to bring great joy for all people, people like those of us in this room, people that are out on the streets, people who are in prisons, people who are just trying to get through each day, each hour. Those who are far from you, God, you came for them. Those who are close to you, Lord, you came for them. Help us. Share the good news to all who we meet. We thank you and praise you this day and all days. And we pray this in the name of Jesus and by the power of the Holy Spirit. And all Connection Church said, Amen. Thank you for taking part in sharing the message for this week. For more information about Connection Community Church, please visit our website at www connectioncc.org You can also reach our church offices at 302-378-7692 Connection Community Church Connecting people with Jesus and the life that he offers